100%. First you scoot and then you you're scooting and then you're scatting. Exactly. Do you have a, a a way you a method you like to do it and like how you like to do it? Uh usually it's like wee bop bop wop bop ba boop. <clears throat> that's the the method that's passed down to my family, so Mm, it's like a like you come from a, a jazz family. Yeah, like a free form jazz family. <laughs> that that's that's right. I forgot. I keep forgetting about that. That's your part of your part of your thing. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, they were really disappointed when I moved into the liquor business. They thought my mom was one of the best free form jazz people in the entire world. Well, they wanted so you yeah, to join the, the jazz business. The <clears throat> yeah, jazz expect- business. The expectation was enormous. One hundred percent. Well, this is Jar. This is welcome to another episode of Jargon Boys. I am your, I am your host Riggs, alongside with my uh, the additional host Matt. Hello, all. I think I'm gonna stop saying host. I'm just gonna say like, hi, hey, I'm Riggs, and this is Matt. Yeah, what's with the titles? I know. You know, I don't like it now that I'm saying it out loud because we're not really hosting anything. We're just sitting here talking. Like nothing's, yeah, like nothing's really happening. You know, we're not hosting anything. You know, no one else is here. Um, nobody's you know getting I mean? awarded anything or being presented with anything. Right. There's no music. Um, you know, which is one thing we talked about. This is our first episode that we're recording um, since we've launched the show, which is very exciting. And we've received some tremendous feedback. And I've, I've given, you know, I know you've done this as well, but I've... Um, yeah, come up like you know. I was going listening to the episodes. I'm editing them and everything like that. And I, uh, yeah, I get to hear my voice a lot and you know hear the episodes you know in, in full a couple times. And I've been grading them like, well, I want to do this more. I want to do. I love this. I you know I don't like this. And the one thing I don't like is that um, I say so to speak. All the time, <laughs> all yeah. the time. I say it. You get to, you get to really analyze your speech patterns a lot, like what you say and don't say. Yeah, it's it's just it, it's it's insane. So I, I'm really trying to make an effort to not say, and I think putting it on air will help that. Yeah, hearing yourself and cringing at it will definitely is a definite big deterrent for uh, when you got to listen back to it. Oh, it's, I, yeah, brutal. I think my big word is obviously. <clears throat> Oh, I say obviously a lot. I feel like mm. yeah, I think we hone in on it more than anybody else would. But yeah, you're right. Like you, I know you've listened to the episodes. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been it's, this is our fourth one. We're having a lot of fun recording it. We wanted to a we need some theme music. That's one thing we got to do. We need to I said dial. We got to dial up the silliness a little bit, and mm-hmm. then we also have to have a good segment at the end and i think we're gonna do all of those things today we're, we're taking our own notes and we're moving forward with them yeah this isn't like a slow progression to achieve all those things Mm-mm. right now we're doing it we're doing right it now. right now i'm just like it's like as if you're handed a to-do list and you're like i'm just doing all this stuff right now and they're like you just have to get it done by the end of the month getting it done in the first day right we're doing it uh pretty shoddily and but quickly so <laughs> And in, in spirit of that, too, to prevent me, to further prevent me from saying, so to speak, and I think I encourage you to do this, Matt, and you can see what I'm wearing here. I'm wearing this pretty elaborate collar. It's a mm-hmm. pretty high-voltage shock collar. So I have, like, a trigger to go off 
anytime after right now that I if I say the words, so to speak, and it'll start <laughs> right now. So I'll be, I, I might you might have to carry do a lot of heavy lifting on the show if I fall into my old traps here. Yeah, you might you might start to uh, pass out from uh, <laughs> from your analysis. You say you use it a lot, and if, you know it's going to be a hard learning curve. I feel like where you're just going to be like on the ground seizing from uh, electric shock to your carotid artery and you're you're just gonna be incoherent i'm gonna be like so what else is in the news today <laughs> let's crack open the old newspaper it's here. called jargon boys not jargon boy i don't know what to do here <laughs> i am lost <laughs> we're talking about today though this is the podcast we talk about really anything and anything we want any topic is on the table Today, I think we're talking about one that we probably have the most life experience to draw from. And it's something everyone can relate to, really. Um, we've all we've all had them, I would think. I can't imagine some people without them. But, Matt, do you want to tell people what it is? It's neighbors. Your, oh. your, your friendly neighbor next door. Like State Farm. Like, exactly. Yeah. This episode's about State Farm. <laughs> it's promote yeah we're trying to get uh win them over to have have them sponsor us it's a no-go yet but some more branded content will help <laughs> neighbors though uh yeah we all have anybody without a neighbor i would really like to to hear from i guess if you live out in the country you know you're not going to have neighbors and they still like i've heard stories from people in the country are like uh for example and i can't think of like an athlete that grew up in a country town and you know now plays for a large city sports team is like yeah our, our neighbors the nearest neighbor was a mile away and you know we were good friends it's like hold on a minute they were a mile away and you like you went over there and, yeah you went over there and like considered them neighbors like that's just a friend at that point i feel right like, like you, you're making a huge effort for a neighbor it's quite that, a leap yeah I'm going to go see the neighbors. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> I'll be there in an hour. Shit, yeah. they're a mile away. I'm going to stay the night. I'll be I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be back brings tomorrow. Up, brings up a good question, though. Like, what constitutes a neighbor? Like, how, what kind of proximity do you have to be in? What was your um, neighbor, your, your first memory of a neighbor? <clears throat> do you remember? Uh, yeah. I mean, my neighbor, the neighbor history in my family is pretty, uh, checkered. <laughs> uh, it, so the first neighbors I really remember having was when we moved, we had our original house and then we moved from there, but I was like two years old. So I didn't really remember that. So I really started in terrible Ohio. twos. Exactly. I was, I was a terrible two year old from what I've been child. told. Yeah. I was just a know-it-all, you know, because I knew it all, and I knew it at that point. So I was just kind of like telling people what to do as a two-year-old, and they're like, they were doing it, and they're like, "Wait, you're two. Stop telling me what to do. I mean, I'm an adult man." Yeah, you were uh, like kind of a self-proclaimed wunderkind. Exactly, <laughs> self-proclaimed being the emphasis on that word. Um, so we moved there and. Uh, we had some tumultuous times with our neighbors. They hated us for a long time. We had a cadre of people. So I actually had an interesting split. One of my neighbors I'm still like best friends with today, to this day, and it's been 20 or so years, maybe more. And the other neighbor on the other side absolutely like despised us. <laughs> so it was kind of a weird, you know, go over here, but don't go over there. Type Full of spectrum. 
Yeah. So we had a cadre of people who just did, did not like us. We had uh, several heated debates, if you will. Oh, the Bryces are on the block, they would say. Exactly. Yeah. The troublemakers. Yeah, you guys were the instigators of the neighborhood. Why? Is there a reason why they didn't take to take to you? Or was it you? It was probably you specifically, huh? Like they had a big problem with? Yeah. Rather than like, like not really your family, but like Yeah, the, they would say it a lot. And as I got older, I started to kind of really start to conceptualize it where I was like, yeah, uh, they're really talking about me. They're like, yeah, yeah, we like you. We hate that kid over there yeah that freak kid over there and you look at how dummy looks (laughs) and your parents would agree a Mm -hmm. lot of the time to try to make peace in the neighborhood yeah they were just trying to be like we get it he's you know we just kind of be responsible for him i guess but we don't really (laughs) like him either you don't have to like somebody to love him you know that's what I, i remember that specifically being said a lot that's, I mean, that I remember a lot of those interactions, you know, from going around your um, your neighborhood as as a young chap. But I know I'm I moved so much as a kid. I don't, I, you know, like I never developed a really close relationship. I feel like with any of my neighbors. Um, I mean, maybe when I, I, I don't remember it if we did, but just you know, so like just having so many different ones. It was not until adulthood that. Um, you know, I started to like know my neighbors and everything mm-hmm. like that. When living in apartments, we've lived in an apartment, a couple different apartments for uh, a number of years as roommates. Yes. And we had quite an interesting array of neighbors, wouldn't you say, in the uh, in the buildings? I would say absolutely. I mean, we had neighbors um, that, you know, you never see. You have you ever have that neighbor that you just never like somebody lives there. I hear the door open, but that's mm-hmm. never like they're on some weird timetable. Like they're a, a firefighter or something and they work at like, you know, overnights or something like that. So we had neighbors you never see. You would have neighbors that were always like, mm, well, this is, you know, you can't really do this. So you can't really do that. You know, like trying to passive aggressively tell you the rules that they've set out for you and what you can and can't do. So we've had a, a, a wide array, array of neighbors. Wide array. Remember when we lived next to Carmen San Diego? Yeah, I do was, remember that. That was crazy. Yeah, she I threw even, some Rangers too, I remember. I never heard of that game. And then like she just always introduced herself by her full name, which I thought was <clears> odd <throat> too because the whole premise of the game that I later learned is to find this person. Yeah, and And we were like, we kind of looked at a, I remember looking at the game or seeing a game and being like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I found Carmen Sandiego. And they're like, yeah, sure you did. You know, they didn't believe it. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, what is everybody looking for? She's right here. She's not really hiding at all. She would party quite a bit, too. Like some crazy, we were never allowed over there. um, Because she's one of, like, she didn't care for us, really. But, um she would go, I mean, just crazy. People from all around the world, too. And a lot of stolen merchandise I saw in there, too. A lot yeah. of stolen artifacts and treasures and whatnot. It was bizarre. And she would, like, yeah, she would do that at Illinois, too. Weird. So, you know the pose on all the games where she's kind of, like, has a, br- like a long-brimmed hat and a red coat? And she's of course. Like, mm-hmm. She's like, check it out. She would always, like, purposely do that. Like, it wasn't, like, a thing that just kind of <laughs> happened. She kind of, like, was like, check it out. And she would just pose. be standing there like that a lot of times. It was just we, bizarre. She's like, uh, and then we wouldn't get it at first. 
later we understood like we're supposed to react but she's like yeah no you didn't get it look at (laughs) it again she was very frustrated because she thought she was like we didn't know yeah we didn't know the game we didn't know she always referred to herself as the first and like first and last name and would pause to like wait for us to recognize and we just didn't we were just dumb though yeah we were smoking too much reefer too much of that uh, wacky tobacco, and uh, yeah, I think we learned over time. We thought she was just normal, but then we realized like she's just like this cartoon character almost. Yeah, she's she looks- she's really into the the idea of being part of this board game. <laughs> Uh, in all yeah. likelihood, though, it could have been someone just being like, "I'm Carmen San Diego," and not even you know, like a lunatic impersonating <laughs> yeah, I mean- Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, it could have, in all likelihood, that's, that was a possibility. Or it's like 50-50. It's either that or it was Carmen Sandiego herself. And it's based on, like, the FBI is actually, she, it'd be funny <laughs> if you saw her on the top 10 most wanted list of the FBI. Like, the game is based on reality. Yeah, they're or... thinking, like, if they can get hot tips from the public <laughs> from the game. Like, the elementary school kids playing this game. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? We were, uh, I mentioned it, the the reefer intake in some of our apartments that we were living in together would really drive a lot of our neighbors crazy mm-hmm. a lot of the time. That's that's my biggest, I think that's my first run-in that I've had with a, with, with a neighbor where, um, you know, obviously we would be indulging in the, in the marijuana and mm-hmm. it would stink up. You know, not a lot of people know this, but it actually smells quite a bit. It leaves mm-hmm. off a very potent odor potent and distinguishable odor yeah right away you know what it is it's like that and death you know yeah it really is yeah those are the two those are the two when you think of like distinguishable smells we would do again and it really would uh chap our neighbors hides what did you say that they no one else really was uh partaking as we were and i feel like it would you know stink up the hallway and I, i i know in fact i know it would because I received uh, a note on my door once telling me that uh, hey you gotta you gotta pack it in here the whole <laughs> building is smelling like weed <laughs> yeah right do something yeah. like I don't think we were doing anything to mitigate that at all we weren't no. even considering you know like some people we had neighbors who had little children or a family or something like that so like mommy mommy what's that smell and they'd be like it's reefer madness yeah, sweetheart propaganda. Yeah, and I would just show them that. Like, from that film from the, was that, like, the 40s or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Damn it. Um, Oh, yes. You're, um, okay, so you talked about some bad, you you, you touched on it a little bit, and you mentioned a lot of bad interactions you had with your neighbors, but Mm -hmm. um, good interactions. You mentioned uh, a lifelong friend that you have. Yeah. is I, I would assume that would probably rank in your in your top neighbor story, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's not neighbor wild. success story. Should I? Yes. Say. I mean, if you were asking me what your biggest neighbor success is, uh, that would be probably that would definitely be number one. Um, you know, I mean, it wasn't anything extravagant or like, <clears throat> uh, like a crazy story per se. It was just kind of like we saw each other. We were both around the same age, and we kind of. He had a sandbox. I was like, can I get in on that sandbox action? And I said that exactly while kind of doing this with my fingers, you know, like the Italian. Yeah, the Italian thing. Mamma yeah. Mia kind of thing. Gabagool. You know? sort of, oh, um, so to, 
uh, bee talking. <laughs> uh, oh, God, that was close. There was a baby shock there because it was just the first two words. Matt, you're going to have to take over a little bit. All I hear is a loud, l- low ringing sound in my ears for the time. <laughs> Someone answer uh, that phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we just kind of met up and, uh, you know, started being friends and you know it was kind of a it was nice actually because i had that one neighbor yes would you like to be friends yes i would like to be friends would you like to be friends sir yes let's be friends is that how it kind of went down yeah we had long curly mustaches too it was like a (laughs) 1930s kind of a business interaction Mm, yes let's be friends (laughs) but we had a We had a group of kids in the neighborhood that was uh, that we, you know, we were all friends and played games together and stuff like that. So it was, it was nice. And then you had the the yin and the yang, and then you had the dark half with the people who were not in, uh, not very much a fan of our family or anything like that. It all started over a stupid spat. So it was like ridiculous, and then just got totally blown out of control, like something off of Maury almost. Oh, like out of control teens. Uh, yeah, I mean they. I mean now it's all these pregnancy tests, but before at least they had another thing, one other thing to go to. The out of control teens was awesome. Yeah, and or like the uh, the Jerry Springer show too. You know, local Chicago show, I think. Right for a while, you got you and your neighbor should have went on there to hash out your differences. Yeah, honestly, like they would they wouldn't even have to coach us up as much because the 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 hatred was already there. We'd already start fighting. You know, so we wouldn't have to be like, okay, you have to pretend to fight because a lot of those things were staged, obviously, and such. So you'd be fighting in the green room, like before you got on there. Yeah, well, I mean, we—they'd have to get a cameraman on us the whole time because there'd be action nonstop. And it was you versus them all too. We discussed this earlier, but it was you—you you were the big problem, the stick in their collective craws. Um, so I, I can imagine that would be a, a lot of fun for me to watch. Um, yeah, you would you would have enjoyed it absolutely. Oh, I think it, would, sure. it's, it should be made a movie or something. I assume, maybe called Neighbors. Neighbors are they they are good though. They can be good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they absolutely. Can, they can they 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 can be good. And Matt, we've seen Matt's neighbor success story, and you just touched on it again too. And I didn't want to blow past it, but the movie Neighbors, phew, how great is that movie? Huge success story. Yeah, I mean that was you know it kind of tales. It's like such a roller coaster ride. You know, you go, you got your ups, your downs, your circles back. You think you're going one way, you're going the other way. So it was, it was quite the, uh, quite the gem. It's I and I feel like we have to talk about it because people will see this episode like oh they're talking about the movie Neighbors and like no we're talking about something much more the broader concept broader con- the concept of a neighbor and like a good neighbor we have to, we touched on State Farm than movie neighbors and that's probably about it in terms of you know like, things we have to mention <laughs> now i have a question for you yeah do you ever think like uh being a neighbor to somebody can also be especially as you get into like houses and stuff like that i remember it was always a, somewhat of a kind of a chore at some point so if you like you become friends with a neighbor they kind of um like always want to do this one ritual you know what i mean so like every time you see each other and like hey let's talk for 10 minutes and you're right. like i really have to go like i can't <laughs> like stay and talk right now you get caught outside yeah you get caught talking with these and they're like especially like older neighbors will definitely talk your ear off so they'll mm-hmm. they'll definitely be like 
oh yeah so i went to the store and you're just sitting there you're like okay we gotta go to it now <laughs> you're just like listening to them talk but like pointing at your watch like a huge dickhead <laughs> yeah like being really <laughs> wrap <obviously>. it up <laughs> listen the story's not going anywhere i can already tell that's why whenever I go outside to in, a, to in an effort to avoid that, I'm just always pretending I'm on the phone and yelling at someone on the phone. So no one wants to approach me. That just like that, in a really heated phone conversation. That's very, that, I like that tactic. Like, listen, you lost the money. You got to get it. Yeah. Stuff like just generic business stuff like that. That's <laughs> what I just jargon. Trade business the IPOs. Jargon. Trade <laughs> the IPOs now. <laughs> The stocks and bonds are going crazy. <laughs> they just think probably they like, think you're a crazy person, I think. more than Yeah. Anything. Yeah, they don't want to approach me. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine, though, too. But Matt, what, what was the question you asked me, though? You asked me a question. No? Uh, I think, well, I kind of was hit. Oh, the question basically was, have you ever had a neighbor like that? Or do you think that would be like... Um, a downside of neighbors like kind of the annoying like chit chat or whatever especially if you get to know a neighbor and you don't like them right like I mean, you like, find them like boring or whatever the, the case may be or you like just you're not on board a total them. piece of shit yeah you don't want to hang out with them but you're still being cordial all the time you're like god damn it yeah no it's um it's i haven't had one where it's like all the time you know i can see that having its benefits though um, you know, you interact, you become chums with them, you know, you hang, but I could also on the flip side of the coin, you know, it could be a big, a big nuisance and you're trying to avoid them a lot of the times if you're in a rush and they have no social awareness. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could, I, I've never really had that where I'm super good. Yeah. Like I said, friends with a neighbor, um, more so, um, contentious, you know, mm-hmm. relationship at best. I don't know. I, or friendly, <laughs> like friendly nods is probably the best it's it's ever gotten. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I wish I had a better answer for it. I'm hopeful to get there one day. I'm hopeful to get there. You know, moving out to the burbs, maybe um, meet some neighbors. You know, like, it'll be it'll be cool. I'm, I'm hopeful for that. But, I, you know, it's just I've never something I've never experienced. I want to ha- just get a taste I want a sweet taste of it. Um, yeah, more experience with the movie neighbors. I've seen that like fifty times. <laughs> yeah, you talk about it a lot, so <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you. That's what I it. wanted to do this episode on, and you were like, "No, I've got all these crazy neighbor stories about these people that hate me," and I'm like, "Okay, well, that's that's also fun too." Um, <laughs> I guess we could talk about hate and that awesomeness, and I'm like, "We got to also work State Farm in there. What are we gonna do?" <laughs> We need to start advertising, pre-advertising for these people. So they're like, hey, <laughs> look at how good these guys are doing. And I said, that doesn't make any sense. Why would we do it for free? And you're like, then you walked out or something. And you yeah, tripped, like, you tripped and fell in your pants. We are the jargon boys. Yeah. And yeah you and tri- your pants fell down. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of sound effects were happening, too. And <laughs> Slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Well, we have what we'd like to do. What we'd like to do, we yeah, I, you know, we dialed up the the silliness about ten percent. Probably not though. Um, but we have the shock collars on, or I do at least. So we have that. Bo- I'm checking that box for now. But the silliness is going to continue to get it's going to get even 
sillier. Um, we don't have theme music yet, but that is something in the works. But I do have a little game to play. We've tried to do a couple games before, but I actually I have a little one here, and it's 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 designed for you, Matthias. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I'm intrigued. Yes. Well, it's not really designed for you. It's designed for you in the sense that I'm going to be asking the questions and you're going to be answering them. So it could really be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It could really be anybody. So it's not anything specific to you. Um, it just made me feel really special for no reason. I know. I don't want to. That was kind of a, a jerk, jerk move of me. But I digress. The game is called The Neighbors Games. And I like the title. It's really fitting, isn't it? <laughs> it like kind of fits it. It's it like subtly hints at it, right? It's just it's not quite on the nose, but yeah, <laughs> you, you get it. It's adjacent. And the the way this game is going to work, Matt, is I mean, I have five um, comments, five like um, you know, sentences, so to speak, that were either it, and these are either um, things said by neighbors that we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or they're lines from the movie Neighbors, and you yeah. have to tell me which one is what. Okay. Do you All understand? Right. Do you understand the rules? It's pretty cut and dry. So you're gonna read lines, and I have to determine if it's something that a neighbor has said to us in the real life, or was said in a movie with Seth Rogen and um, Zac Efron and the other actress. I can't tell you what her name is, but Rose you would Byrne. know her. Yeah. What's her yes. name? Yes, Rose Byrne, I believe. I think that's oh, nice. that um, sounds right. Yes, that is the that is how it works. And there's five. Like I said, you have to get three to pass. Otherwise, um, you uh, I don't know lose a bunch of money. I guess. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so without further ado, let's do this thing. Um, question or statement number one. I've been doing mushrooms since before the fucking internet existed. I've been doing mushrooms since before the fucking internet existed. And now, just to be clear, you, to say, for for the movie neighbors, you say neighbors. For one of our neighbors, you say neighbor. So. (laughs) Very clear and concise. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say neighbors. Neighbors is correct. Wow, you're off to a, a fantastic start. That was, I believe it was said by Seth Rogen's character in, in the movie Neighbors. I, I could hear him saying it, you know, that's how. And then I was like, yeah, I mean, I've experimented with mushrooms, but I don't think I ever had a neighbor say that to me. So I was, you know, that was my guess. We did have that one crazy neighbor. I think it was, maybe it was, um forget what their name was, but they, uh, they were crazy on mushrooms, but they never said that specifically. They said a lot of things around that, but never those lines. It was very close. Yeah, yeah typically a, a, the neighbor that was crazy on mushrooms really was kind of more terrified of us and yeah. <laughs> kind of intrigued. You know, obviously he's on mushrooms, so he's going through a lot of different perception issues mm-hmm. as opposed to ours, which was just one plane of perception. His was, you know, peeking out from behind the door. And all purple lights on, and all the couches were lined up perfectly, and then at different angles. So he'd always want to tell us he's on mushrooms too, like he wanted it to be clear that we knew he was. Yeah, was... and I, th- I think he was incantating, incantating himself and saying, I, reminding himself that he was on it. You know, like <laughs> I'm on mushrooms. I'm on mushrooms. This isn't 
really real. So he was he was a crazy dude. It was crazy. We called him Mushroom Joey. So Mush- was, and, and his name wasn't name. even like resembled Joey. I don't no. think we just called him that. Yeah, that's what we just called him. But yes, you're one for one. Okay, new moving on to number two. Hey, the whole hallway stinks like weed, and we know it's you. <laughs> hey, uh, the whole hallway stinks like weed, and we know it's you. Uh, I'm going to say neighbor. That is correct. That was the aforementioned letter on our door that we mm-hmm. received from someone in our hallway. I don't know if it said exactly that, but it was, that was the gist of it. Um, Very accusatory. I mean, yeah. that's like us, like we got the, it's like the Salem witch trials over here or something, you know? Yeah. Like we were being burned at the stake, but really we while were, we were burning one down. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was trying. Thank you. I was looking for something like that. And I couldn't <laughs> get there. That that was just like how badass we were. We're like, hey, burn us at the stake while we burn one down. <laughs> we would say that a lot, yeah. But we would get out of there in just the nick of time before our our little feet got got singed. Yeah, before our knickers, even before our knickers were singed, like the cuffs of our knickers never got singed. I'll, yeah. I'll say that I've never had a single cuff of my knickers get singed in a fire while it was being burned at, a, at the stake for smoking weed. While smoking weed. You never had a, a, a singed knicker, is what you're saying? No. No, not one singed one. I can't say. I can't claim that. I mean, it, that's that's pretty impressive if that's true, but I couldn't possibly. I've had so many knickers in my life, and, like, yes, I have been around open flames quite a bit, but, you know, have I, have I lit them on fire? I don't know. I don't know. But moving on, number three, you're two for two, and you're doing great. You just need one more to not lose a bunch of money. And awesome. yeah, the the number will be determined at the end. Now, if I can pay, will, is it cool? I have actually a sack uh, that says a bunch of money on it, and I just put a bunch of money in there. Like, can I pay like kind of like cartoon style with you? Like, if I in the eventuality or in case I lose, if you get the next three, yeah, totally. I mean, cartoon cartoon physics work on this podcast, so that's that's one hundred percent doable. Nice. Well, well, we'll see, though. you got to get this next one right to, to, to guarantee it. Then the next two are just bonus ones. Bonus for fun. Um, okay. I've got my eyes on you, fucker. Don't upset Jinxie Cat. <laughs> um, well, you put me in quite a quandary here. Um, C, none of the above. I don't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is not C, all the above. It's actually from the movie. It's This is a fun one because while it is from the movie Neighbors, the Zac Efron and uh, the, the squad are throwing mm. a Robert De Niro party. And one of them is dressed up oh, as the, the yes. Fockers, Robert yeah. De Niro. And yeah, so that is that. But it's also kind of, I mean, if you said all of the above, I would have maybe given you a half point because we did have Neighbors that did this exact same thing. They threw a Robert De Niro party. You remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember distinctly. I thought a couple of them were really bad interpretations. I remember explain, explicitly telling them that uh, it was a little girl and a little boy who were trying to be like, um, I think, analyze this or something like that. <laughs> and I really was like, you got to step up your f- game here. All right. I mean, this is Robert fucking De Niro, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got You can't be just half assing it here. 
And yeah, they started to cry. And one of those neighbors didn't like us anymore, basically. There's so much crossover between the movie and our lives, I'm realizing. And I did um, know, too, that, like, we are... It's it's semi-based on our life. Because, like, while there's, like, that house that Seth Rogen lives in, and then the other house with the neighbors, we're actually the another house on that street. So, like, we lived there on the time you know where that was inspired by so we're kind of like in that universe you know what i mean we weren't in the movie and never referenced but in that (laughs) same area yeah absolutely absolutely like i think we were right in the same solar system at least i mean if we're putting it in like those kinds of terms to our analogies uh we are definitely the solar system we are closer than pluto definitely closer than pluto but we weren't the sun we were the center of it you know no, not definitely not. We would be burning to death. Yeah. All right. Well, you have to get. We've only got two left here, and you have to get one right. Otherwise, no. I have a question before we before we go. Now I know we've established that I lose them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first Colin show because this is not a Colin show. Uh, what am I competing for to win? Oh, uh, like yeah. you've only said that I lose a bunch of money if I lose. If I win, then what do I get? Oh, well, just like, you know, like, hey, you won the game, you know, like, hey, you're a big winner, like, you know, like pride and stuff, you know, like, oh, and, the, wow. and bragging rights and whatnot, too. Bragging and word. probably plans for that money that you get to keep, too, because you thought, <laughs> like, I thought you were going to definitely lose it. I'm almost counting on it, but. <laughs> so you're saying you're kind of seems like you're this money goes directly to you. Mm. Like this, like isn't going to like some kind of game show thing. It's like going directly. I'm just handing over a bunch of money to you because I lost some game. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just so I knew, we're on the same page. Yeah, good, good. Number good. four. I'm taking you to Boner Town, bitch. I'm mm. taking you to Boner Town, bitch. I am going to say Neighbors. Wow. And we do have a winner. Nice. It's Matthias Bryce. That is correct. The war, the movie, It's from the movie Neighbors, said by Seth Rogen's character, while they are him and his wife, Roseburn, mm-hmm. are having uh, intercourse on the uh, kitchen floor, I think. Um, and they're, really yeah, they're, dr- and they're both to, really drunk. Yeah, They're trying to spice it up a little bit. They're trying mm-hmm. to get it loose. And that's you know was part of that whole scene and montage. Yes, indeed. So, way, way to go. You nailed it. Do you want to do... You won. You get to keep that money and all mm-hmm. the pride and all the accolades that will come with this. So, just probably keep your phone ready in case an agent calls you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to stare at it right now. So Yeah, nice. Just keep staring. Blank stare. <laughs> I'm going to need you to talk back to me here, man. <laughs> How can I talk back to you when I'm staring at the phone? Do you want to do the last question just for pride and a and little bonus? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Good, you have to anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, question number five, bonus round. Some dumbass kid on a computer has been trying to find me. Don't they know who they're dealing with? I'm Carmen Sandiego, for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, that is neighbor. That is neighbor. Oh, man. Yeah, that is correct. That is... Wow, you went four for five. Yeah, that was... She did say that a lot. I, I remember that. I remember that a lot. Like, she wanted us to know the game. Like, she was insulted when we didn't recognize her from the game. And then also pissed that people are playing it. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. She lived a tortured life in that sense. So she was trapped between two things. Like, 
she was trapped between wanting to be known, wanting to be close to people, but not wanting to be caught. And it was like, that's the, the essence of Carmen Sandiego is, you know, she's torn apart by her mm-hmm. need to build walls and run away and her need to be accepted and loved at the same time. It's tragic and beautiful. Really. Yes, it absolutely is. I mean, I think she, going back to what you were saying about being pissed, like I think that was part of her pose thing where she kept doing the poses. Right. It's like, you don't recognize this? Like, <laughs> come on, I got the hat and the hand in there and I'm kind of doing the old... I'm wearing like, this huge jacket inside. <laughs> It's 90 freaking degrees outside. Why do you think I'm wearing this red leather jacket? This long trench coat-like jacket. Oh, good times. Good times. But that's going to do it. I mean, Matt Matt nailed the game. We're going to have a game like this moving forward, kind of based on the topic of the episode. I'm going to try to whip something up like this every week. Um, so I hope everybody enjoyed that. And, and it's also not only going to do it for the game, but for this episode, too. This has been just a fucking thrill ride insane yeah. talking about neighbors you're I going feel to... like i have vertigo from all the spins and twists that we did oh my god we're talking like first you, you had neighbors that didn't like you then you, they did like you it's like whoa I can't yeah to up. wrap up that whole story now it's it's the, the neighbors that didn't like us like wave hi to us and stuff well they like like us now and i'm like yeah. when the fuck did this happen it just took 20 years yeah, it took 20 years of just seething raw hatred <laughs> to really inspire love. Well, you can definitely try to get the whole story out of Matt and um, what's what's going on there. And just pick his brain on, on neighbor relations. And Matt, where can they find you on the old Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, my handle is at Matt Crispes, C-R-I-S-P-E-S. Nice. Perfect. It's totally on purpose. Some of you may or may not know that if you've listened to the episode, so I'm just trying to start anew. Yeah, you're just yeah, just lean into it now at this yeah. point. Nice, yeah, and uh, follow Matt, and then follow our show. We have a Jargon Boys at it's at Jargon Boys, which I was really happy that we got. And that's not Jargon Boys Pod, it's not Jargon Boys Cast or anything like that. It's just at Jargon Boys. So make sure you follow that. You'll be posting our shows there. Then follow me as well, Regs815. I do a little Twitch stream on Wednesday nights, Happy Hour with Regs. Um, so check that out, Wednesdays at 6. And then I do another podcast about Psych. We heard about, it's called We Heard About Pluto. So also check that out as well. But that's going to do it. See, uh, We'll see you next week for another exciting and titillating topic for episode Ooh, 5. I'm excited. This is the Jargon Boys. We'll see ya. See ya.